episode 138 of Third Half Thursday podcast. Obviously, I have not gotten my voice back, <coughs> but uh, I am, I can assure you, Patsy the Angry Nerd. And uh, I am also, of course, joined, as uh, as always, by the real housewife of Transylvania, <laughs> Mistress of Merlot, and the Michael Phelps of wine, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Ashes Von Nightmare. I, I'm not laughing with you. I'm laughing at. I know. You. I'm well aware of what you're <laughs> laughing in is is representative of. So I know I'm. We are, of course, also joined by the man with the not destroyed voice, uh, the hardest working man in podcasting, ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Wolfenstein. Is, it, is that an award? Do I like get that award sometime? I've been waiting. Here's one right here. You can have this one. It's from Kmart. Yeah, but that's my award. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your award. There you go. <laughs> and it's, by the way, for the, for the folks out in Radio Land, it is a fake-looking Oscar that is uh, silver and not gold. He's also not standing on a roll of film, and he's holding a trophy. And so it's a... It's like a trophy inception. And uh, what does it say on the bottom, Ashes? There's a Kmart sticker <laughs> on here. So it's slightly more expensive was, than the Oscars. It was six ninety five. Wow, that's expensive. A whole but, $6.95. But when? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 40 years ago. Like, I imagine that it's probably right underneath this sticker, but I don't want to peel the sticker off to look. Probably like, uh, probably about 30 years ago, yeah. But you know what Rain Man says? Kmart sucks. <laughs> he, did, he does say that, yeah. He does. You know who's never seen Rain Man? Ashes has never seen Rain Man, so we might have to do a Rain Man episode. That's right right a- after you do the E.T. episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would that's when ET I leave episode. the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're ever sick like me or something like this, you know, I could... Ugh. So, today... We are going to be discussing uh, Emmett Brokowski from the Lego movie. And I really like this guy. He was a lot of fun in this movie. Um, well, this movie was a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. The great cast. And the thing I like about Lego is that they have no rights to any character, but there is a Lego set for fucking everything. So many things. Like, it's it's... Like they kind of make fun of it in the in the um, in the movie, like they they have uh, the Lord of the Rings set, but it's Middle Zealand because you know, everything was filmed in New Zealand and mm-hmm. it's Middle Earth, so they call it Middle Zealand. Because while the Lego sets, you know, the Lego, Lego can put out all the sets, it's harder harder to put the intellectual property on film because Lego is not producing the movie, right? So. You can only go with, I think it was Warner Brothers that put it out, so they could only go with the characters that they had the rights to, so Mm -hmm. like Superman, uh, Wonder Woman, Batman, Shaquille O'Neal, Gandalf and Dumbledore, Morgan Freeman. Although I have to say, the character I am most looking forward to, although I haven't found who voices her... If she even has a voice, is, <laughs> is Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg is a hero character in this next movie. So when I say that there are the notorious RBG, so when I say that Lego has Lego sets for damn near everything, this is what I'm talking about. 
But that's our getting into character question for today. If there was a Lego set for, you know, a property that you, like, what property would you want to have made into a Lego set? So, Ashes, why don't, why don't you go first? If there was, what, what property well, I mean, would you like to see? There are so many properties that they have already. So, you know, there's like the, there's Ark of Asylum from Batman. Yeah, there's the there's Batman stuff. Yeah. The Simpsons house. Yeah, they have a ton of there's Simpsons stuff. SpongeBob. They have like the pineapple that you can make. It's crazy. But something that I would love for Lego to put out is Lego Westeros. I want yes. Lego Game of Thrones. I want like little plastic swords on a chair and I want I would imagine like some of these castles really lend it like King's Landing, right. or Winterfell, even the, the wall. Oh, the wall. They would just be like 10,000 like blue like transparent bricks. And still buildable. But I mean, you know, you would have like the castle on the other side. They'd probably do like a mm-hmm. castle black set. Yeah. But I mean, you know, Storm's End, uh, Dragonstone, mm-hmm. the table, the the map table in, in Dragonstone, that would be really cool. I mean, they could get really creative with how they put these sets together. Do a giant set, like, in, you know, like with Star Wars, they have like the Star Destroyers and stuff. Mm-hmm. Have a giant Drogon set. Yeah. That would be cool. See, for me, I would like to see like a, a series of 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 Lego things kind of... You know, in the same vein, like what you're talking, but like geared more towards adults. Like, you know, I want, you know, I want a Lego set of the Orca from Jaws. Oh, yeah. You know, it comes with the barrels and Quint and, 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 um, or like a, and Brody and Hooper and build your own Bruce. Yeah. Like a big, you know, like again, like they have the Death Star and stuff like that. Now, the Lego I have a Lego set that I purchased at Target. And this is like when Lego really wasn't that popular. It's Jabba's floating palace, like his sail barge. And then there's the the little the the skiff with the the plank that everybody has to walk off of, you know, a, a little sarlacc Lego sarlacc pit. And the barge, there's almost 800 pieces with this thing. And it came with Jabba and Leia and Han and Carbonite and Luke and some Gamorrean guards and C-3PO. And it, and, and. Uh, Boba Fett? Yeah, Boba Fett. And, does his um, backpack have jets? He does. Yeah. And um, Lando dressed up as the skiff guard. There's 20 figures and 800 pieces and this thing is massive. And it's so friggin' cool. And I got it on clearance for like twelve dollars. Marked down from eighty five. That set now, last time I checked, isn't a set. It's like now it's like three sets and it's about a hundred and fifty dollars to buy all of it. And it doesn't oh, even yeah. come with all the same figures. So Lego has kind of taken advantage of, of that. But yeah, if I you know I wouldn't mind seeing like a series of like you know uh, famous horror scenes like you know the end of Hellraiser where uh, Frank Cotton gets ripped apart. You know you have all the chains holding them together and 
or like a Lego really big puzzle box. Oh yeah, a Lego <laughs> a Lego I lament. I have such sights to show you. A Lego lament configuration. You know, or like the house from uh Texas Chainsaw or like a Norman Bates psycho house. You know, there are people who Or have... like or like the castle from Rocky Horror. Right. And you can open it up and it's the Transylvanian the time warp time scene. warp scene yeah yeah i mean there's there's a lot of stuff like people have taken you know existing parts and made these things well i mean but lego hasn't authorized these used types to do of that sets. when we were younger like we would kind of create our own things how you know trying to recreate scenes from movies or tv shows or trying to you know, for me, add additions onto Barbie's dream house. You know, be take you know the Lego pieces and kind of you know create your own. Yeah, but like people can be really, really creative, and that's like a big theme of this of this movie. So that really incorporates like the the character. Yeah, that we're be um, about. you know, like creativity and being different, and following kind the of, instructions, but yeah, putting your own bit of flair on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's um No, it's really cool. Like, you know, if I if I could like, you know, I would like to have uh like a a Lego Castle Grey Skull. Like that would be really cool or mm. you know, I mean, most of the stuff again, because they have so many properties, like there's already like if you ever look at the Lego Dimensions video games, um they have everything like you could put Homer Simpson in the DeLorean or you know, throw, uh, you know, Gandalf into the Batmobile and, like, have those guys team up, so. Now, what are some sets that are on your wish list right now? Um, I mean, I know there's a lot of them. I know you want the Death Star. There are a few, like, I like the... Uh, the Aluminum Falcon. Yeah, the uh, the Hogwarts Castle uh, would be pretty cool. Um, I would like to get the Hogwarts Castle, because that's a nice set. Um, you know, cause the Harry Potter ones are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Like there are some, uh, some, uh, there's some Star Wars and some Marvel ones. Like I'd have to look, but, um, I mean, I just don't have a spot for them, but you know, the Death Star would be nice. Um, you know, the big R2-D2, like that would be nice. Like the Springfield. Yeah, obviously, you know, the, the, any of the Springfield things that they could do. But, you know, it's the trick is having the time, but also having the space for these things. Well, and the money. Yeah. Well, I'm just. Some of these sets are rather pricey. Yeah. The Death Star is like $400. You, yeah. I mean, kudos if you can, you know, get it for yourself and put it together. But. Start a GoFundMe. <laughs> Fund my Lego obsession, please. Well, what about you? Um, so some of the bikini bottom playsets would be awesome. Um, some, uh, so they actually came out with like this haunted, I I think we saw it when we were at the Lego store. We have some of them. We have, we have like some of the smaller sets, but they have this really big like haunted house. We have a small, like it's a vampire like Van Helsing type set. We yeah, have that, but it's like it's small. But I mean, Dragula this was like car. one of those several hundred piece, 
huge like um haunted mansion looking uh set that comes with a bunch of little dudes and like companion pieces that you put together to go like that one just looks really cool we also got like a a little set of like minifigures where like you know there's a ghost and a witch and a zombie and a skeleton there's like Mm -hmm. six of them we still have it in the package and and i made a little lego pumpkin Yes. That was fun. I got you the Lego pumpkin. Yeah. Lego pumpkin. Um, yeah, so they have like a lot of the licensed sets, but they also have a lot of just fun sets that aren't you licensed. Know, cars just... and airplanes and city yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So plus it's really fun to go into the Lego store and to play with the minifigures. I have to... the mini sh- the shark minifigure. Yeah, you f- you have found you as a minifigure. It's a guy in a shark. Suit. I I have yet to find me as a minifigure. That's my goal in life right now is to find me as a minifigure. But that's a lot of fun. You can just kind of go and put together your own little dudes. And what I love about the Lego store is like there's no shame like for 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 anyone like the people who work there are totally cool with you just going in and playing with all of the stuff like yeah. i mean i'll be sitting next to like a like a like a 5 year old who's like playing with minifigures and i'll be like oh dude i like the hat on that one and he'll be like kick yeah, him out of the way give me back that torso no, you little bastard oh that's mine you dick um no but i just you know i i think that you know, it, it creates a it's a nice atmosphere to be in, but it's just fun. Like Legos are so much fun. They are like you know, and it's a it's a good activity. Like we got our our niece some Lego stuff. We got her some Duplos. No, we got her an actual <laughs> no, we Lego got her, set. We got her legit because her name is Emerson. And we call her Emma, and it's Emma's ice cream truck. Like that's literally what we got her, and I was like, that's perfect because it's her name, and the little girl even sort of kind of looks like her, so. Yeah. So, all right. I think with that, we'll. Uh, yeah, but let have... us. No, I was just gonna say, let us know on the Facebook page. Like, do you have any fun Lego memories that you want to share? Post some Are... pictures of your. Legos. Yeah. Do you have any Lego sets put together that you want to show off? I have a snow. Are speeder. there any Lego sets that you wish you had, or are there any Lego sets that you wish were made? You know, let us know. Hit us up. Yeah, and so. Uh... We'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk more about uh, Emmett Brakowski and the world of the Lego movie. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band, we destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and trick-or-treat radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. <laughs> it's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Okay. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action. It had suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The okay. box, right? The box and the monkey. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and trickortreatradio.com.
Hi, I'm Mike Price. I'm a writer on The Simpsons. I co-created F is for Family. And you're listening to Throwdown Thursday Podcast. Are you tired of the same old pro wrestling? Then check out the amazing action on Powerslam.tv, the biggest indie pro wrestling channel in the world. Get over 3,000 hours of the best pro wrestling events from over 100 of the biggest names in the industry from over 15 countries around the globe. Get your free trial today at powerslam.tv. We are back. So, Ashes. Yes. When did we decide that we were going to cover this character? Yesterday. Yes. Basically, we were like, oh, we should. Like, we need to do a character. We should do a fun character. We should do an awesome character. Yeah, and one that. And then we did a really crazy, like, 80s high five. Like, yeah! And we got stuck in the air. We had to call two scientists and a guy with a ladder. So. But uh, I digress. So, yeah, we were covering uh, Emmett Brakowski, who is voiced by uh, Chris Pratt in the 2014 Lego movie, also starring Will Ferrell, Elizabeth Banks, uh, Shaquille O'Neal. Allison Brie, or is, is that? That's Unikitty. Oh, I'm thinking, who's the one that's uh, Captain Marvel? Brie Larson. Brie Larson. All right. I thought they were like. Hey, this... Fever Dream. Go back to wow, sleep. Wow. I don't. I don't know who Allison Brie is. I told you who Allison Brie is. Yeah, she's Unikitty. Uh, also, um, Morgan Freeman, uh, Kobe Smulders, Charlie Day. I was getting to him because I was going to say, and my favorite character I could build a spaceship Charlie Day because spaceship! it's the most Charlie Day character since Charlie Charlie Kelly um spaceship yeah uh it's just a t- there's a ton of you know, Channing Tatum as Superman Will Arnett as Batman Jonah Hill as Green Lantern Kobe Smulders as Wonder Woman and you got Gandalf Dumbledore and you have Ron Swanson as Metalbeard. Yes, yes. Uh, Nick Nick Offerman as Metalbeard the pirate, who sounds a lot like Brian Doyle Murphy. So I, that's who I thought it was at first. But, Murray. Yeah, Murray, not Murphy. Oh my god! <laughs> it's gonna be a fun show, guys. Uh, I hope I didn't brain my damage. Um, <laughs> so. <clears throat> We start Everything off, is awesome. and we meet Emmett, who is you know just, just, just a regular, an regular everyday construction everyman. working guy. He likes to watch. Where are my pants? Where are my pants? He follows the instructions. <laughs> he pay. He loves paying too much for coffee. Like he thirty seven dollars. Guys like thirty seven dollars, yeah. and he's like awesome. You Listens know, so. to the same song for five hours and. What's funny, so we recently saw a trailer for the new, uh, the sequel, which uh, just came out last week, Mm -hmm. and there is, 
there's a commercial. It's you know one of those YouTube ads. It's like you know while you're waiting for your actual video to start, they have the ad, and it's like this one the for the refrain from the song over and over and over. And like we're sitting there, and like because we're at work, and I'm trying to get some stuff done, so I just have stuff on in the background, and I'm like, when the hell is this gonna get to the the actual video? Like it feels like it's been going on forever. So we, I go and I look. And the length of the ad is five hours. So it would have just played <laughs> that song for five hours. Mm-hmm. So then when we rewatched the movie last night, it's like, he's like, oh, I love this. I could sing this song for hours. And it's like five, five hours, hours later. later. I'm like, that's how they chose five Brilliant. hours. I'm like, that's great marketing. And it's like these little details that you would Good never job, have thought guys. to even look for. Yes. And there it is. So. It's really funny. So if you come across that ad and you're like, oh, this song's got a kind of catchy beat, remember it's going to play for five hours. So either turn it up to annoy your coworkers or turn it off so you don't drive yourself insane with Lego songs. So this is a very typical hero's journey. Normal everyday guy gets thrust into a situation. But I mean, like, he's not even like normal everyday guy. Like, he's so unremarkable he blends in so well people don't remember him people who he had just had conversations with that morning he's like yeah yeah talk to my friends talk to all my friends and it's like oh yeah we did liam neeson as good cop bad cop oh my god holy shit so funny (laughs) but anyways yeah you know typical hero's journey you take this relatively unremarkable doesn't you know, follows the rules doesn't think outside the box he's not special in any way and then it's like you are the chosen one yes and and he was it was kind of by accident yes he saw a girl and was like hey i totally forgot what i was gonna say then he falls down a hole and ends up with the piece of resistance attached to, his to back. him and what i like about Emmett is like Chris Pratt plays him with so much energy mm-hmm. like it's it's a type of energy I could see like a Chris Farley or a, a Jack Black bringing it's kind of like the energy that Jack Black brings to Kung Fu Panda you know what I mean like like yeah. that same type of like mm-hmm. goofy funny like doesn't take himself too seriously doesn't understand the stakes, you know, and like what's, you know, what the uh, the gravity of the situation is. So I really enjoy that part of it. Um, what did you think the first time you saw this movie? So going into seeing this movie for the first time, um, we we didn't we didn't see it in theaters. No, I picked it up when I was working at Target. Yeah. Um, so had wanted to see it, heard good things about it. Um, you know, just thought it was going to be kind of like a, I don't know, just, just like a fun, cheesy kids movie, you know, with, with, with Legos. It is so much more than that. It really is. You know, first of all, you have the way that it's shot and the way that it's done. Everything is Legos. 
They use they use real Legos and they use a lot of CGI. Well, uh, yeah, but still, but everything is pixelated to look like Legos. Yeah, Lego bricks, even it's, the water, even the water. You know, it's just all of these little details. It just like makes when he's it showering so... at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or you know the scene where they're in the submarine and it springs a leak and you see the water rushing in, but it's all. You know, these little blue Lego pieces. Yeah, the little blue round. The walls are crying. Yeah. (laughs) That's what you and a kitty says. But, you know, so so that was surprising. Like, I I wasn't expecting it to be that well done visually. But the story is so good. So you kind of end up having two stories. You have Emmett's hero's journey, which teaches you that you pretty much like long story short everyone's special in their own way right and everyone everyone has has, yeah everyone has something remarkable about them even if they're seemingly unremarkable right you know everyone has something to offer and then the other story which is you actually get some human live action portion which i was not anticipating at all is the story of the father and the son. Well, the whole this whole story is it's it's, it's the, kid. the kid telling the story. Will Farrell has this basement full of like vast cityscapes and all these different you Lego know, playing sets. Legos the way that you would think a, a grown up would play Legos. Right, like and he's he... got he's got his don't touch hands off signs like there's the dragon yeah. stuff over there and then there's the, the uh I was going to say Westworld, Western world. And he has drawers full of super glue because as he builds things. Crazy glue. He pieces, yes, crazy glue. The craggle. (laughs) Yeah, the craggle craggle. is crazy glue, but with some of the words kind of, some of the letters scraped off. Yes. But, um, so you have the kind of merging of these two worlds, this adult world, this, you know, the adult is trying to create this perfect, pristine world and and keep it pristine and keep it neat and keep it put together and following the directions and, mm-hmm. and, and putting things together the way that they're supposed to. And then you have the son who Finn. is playing with the Legos and making his own creations and... You know, not using the craggle, which is funny because that ends up being. And and again, the craggle is hilarious because you're sitting there for the entire movie and you're like, what the hell is the craggle? What is this piece of resistance? And then you realize that the craggle is crazy glue with some of the lettering smudged off. And the piece of resistance is the cap. And, 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 like, that's just perfect. Like, the imagination of a child, like, it kind of puts you back to being a child watching this. And, like, oh, my God. Like, I, that, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Like, I never in a bajillion years would have thought of that. And then, like, you know, so finally, like, and, you know. And, and the hero's journey, sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, mm-hmm. but, the, but the journey that happens with the Legos is similar to the journey that's happening between the father and the son. They don't even refer to him. They refer to him as the man upstairs. Yes. So there's an interaction, you know, where he comes down and he's like, he's like, where's the top of this building? He's like, oh, I accidentally took it off. He goes, you expertly removed all the pieces and took the top off by accident. He's like, yeah. So then there's this interaction where he says, you know the rules, this isn't a toy. And the kid's like, um, it kind of is. 
And he's like, no, actually, it's a highly sophisticated interlocking brick system. And the kid's like, but we bought it at the toy store. And, he's, and then Will Ferrell says, we did, but the way I'm using it makes, an ad- makes it an adult thing. The kid goes, the box for this one says ages 8 to 14. And he goes, that's a suggestion. They have to put that on there. <laughs> and, you know, the kid, he's looking at all this stuff, and he's getting pissed, and he's sticking everything together. And he's like, where's this piece? And he's like, oh, if you look over there, it's in there. And he's looking, and Ferrell's starting to realize that his kid just wants to be part of the world with him. And he's like, well, who's this? He goes, oh, that's President Business. And he's like, President Business is the bad guy? And then it, it starts getting, like, emotional. Like, he's, he realizes that President Business, Lord Business... Is him. Is him. And which is why Will Ferrell voices the character for the whole yes. movie. And then he starts to realize, and he's like... You know, because he, he even asks, he's like... Why is this construction worker on the floor? That's not a construction worker. That's the hero. Well, no, that's not a hero. That's just a random, everyday, you know, regular guy. Mm-hmm. So as he, it's starting to dawn on him, like we're seeing the Lego story and the human story overlap at the same time. And he's like, well, what would Emmett say to Lord Business? And Emmett says, you don't have to be the bad guy. You are the most talented, most interesting, and most extraordinary person in the universe. And you are capable of amazing things because you are the special. And that's a line that keeps getting said over and over yes, again. Yes, like, because That was the prophecy that right, the pro- Morgan Freeman said to President Business at Vitruvius. the beginning. Vitruvius. Yeah, Vitruvius. His character which, is Vitruvius. Which is And based, he had this prophecy. That he just made up. That he well, we we find out that he just made up, but it's this prophecy that he's been preaching for a long time, and he has followers. And we find out that Wildstyle, who uh, Emmett has, yeah, Wildstyle, who used to be like a jillion other names, including Snazzy Pants, which is my favorite, um, whose real name is Lucy. That we find out in the end. Batman's girlfriend. Batman's girlfriend. Because she like she pulls that like uh, I have a boyfriend. Just so you know, and he's like, okay, I don't really know. Like when they first met, Mm -hmm. she's like, yeah, and it's it's super serious, and it ends up being Batman. Batman. Hey babe, let's hold hands. Uh, You're about to crash into the sun. Yeah, but it's gonna look really cool. So yeah, the, the whole thing is pre- the whole story is predicated upon like getting him to believe that he is special, and everyone talks down to him and tells him like how dumb his ideas are. Like his one idea is a double decker couch, but like all the all these master builders work together to escape bad cop and the invasion by Lord Business into uh, was it Cuckoo Cloud Cuckoo Cloudland Cloud Cuckoo Li- whatever Cloud Cuckoo Land and. That's you know, where you and a kitty live. There's all these master builders, and they build a submarine, but the submarine falls apart. The only thing that stays together is the double-decker couch. And, you know, Emmett's saying, like, you know, you guys are all master builders, but you don't know how to work as a team because you're all special. You mm-hmm. don't know what it's like to be a part of something else. And sometimes you need to follow the directions. And so he ends up, you know, he tells President Business about being special, and he's like, you know, because you are the special, and so am I, and so is everyone. The prophecy is made up, but it's also true. It's about all of us. Right now, it's about you, and you still can change 
everything. Mm-hmm. So instead of gluing all the pieces together and sticking everything down so it'll never move and never be played with again, he starts getting like paint thinner and like removing the glue and he's like, you know, talking to the the kid and he's like, oh, well, tell me about this character and tell me who this is and tell me what that is, you know, and he's really getting into it because he's realizing that, you know, his son is seeing himself as Emmett. Yep. And he's seeing him as the bad guy, but he doesn't want to be the bad guy in his son's story. Like no dad wants to be the bad guy in his son's story. You know, so... And once you realize that this character of Emmett is actually, like, hyperbolic of this and symbolic of this this boy, it makes so much more sense, you know, the fact that he's naive and kind of ditzy, um, but has interesting thoughts and is just really, he's just happy to be there. You know, he has the excitement of a child. And, you know, when you find out that, you know, it's a depiction of the of the kid, it just makes so much more sense. You're like, oh, okay, this child is is projecting onto this Lego character. Yes. And, you know, he feels like if he was able to, you know, play with some of the stuff the way it's meant to be played with, it's like, yeah, the Legos are there. You know, and there are instructions like, this is how you make the Millennium Falcon. But, which, speaking of which, the Millennium Falcon does show up in the movie with mm-hmm. Anthony Daniels as C-3PO and Billy D. Williams as Lando. They, uh, you know, these pieces also will snap together with other parts. Like, you can make, a, you know, a spaceship out of the parts that you get for the Lord of the Rings sets, Mm -hmm. you know, and all of these pieces are interchangeable. So, you know, and they think that the title of master builder is only bestowed upon the few, but they realize and they get others to realize that they're all master builders. They keep saying, just put, they're like, hey, just put things together, make whatever you want. Just put things together, like be creative yeah, I mean, if you look at look at Metal Beard, like he lost most of his body, and he uh, all he had left was his his head and his beard and his organs, mm-hmm. and he crafted an entire body like he has a shark arm. So it's pretty great. I mean, to be honest, most of this was for you know to sell toys. Everything's a product. <laughs> yeah, the uh, Epic Rap Battles of History guy did that song, and it was brilliant because it was all, like, Lego style. Um, but yeah, it's it's a really good story, and it's a really... Um, it's a heartwarming story. It's a, uh, a story that has some some merit to it. Yeah, there's a lot of goofy comedy and... You know, you have guys that you're used to hearing swear all the time, like Liam Neeson gets angry and says, darn, 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 darny, darn, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Liam Neeson might be the best part of that movie where he keeps switching back and forth between good cop and bad cop because mm. he just has like his regular growly Liam Neeson voice. And then when his face turns around, you know, certain Lego characters will have different expressions on opposite sides of their of their head. He just turns his face around. He's like, hi, I'm good cop. You know, but it's still Liam Neeson. Oh, it's fucking brilliant. And 
I don't know. I haven't seen this confirmed anywhere, but uh, if uh, if I'm right, the character of Vitruvius is based off of the famous uh, sketch by um, uh, Leonardo da Vinci, which is uh, the Vitruvian Man. Which is like a, an homage to kind of like the the creator, the... It's the one where he's in the wheel and it has, like, the multiple arms and legs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for folks who are not uh, aware of it. It's one of those, if you see it, you'd know it. Y- yeah, you, you'd, you'd recognize you it. You're seeing it. it. You just might not have known the, the title of the work is all. But I think the character of Emmett, what's so great about him is the fact that he's so relatable, I think, to a lot of... A lot of people can relate to this Lego minifigure. <laughs> they really can. But they can. No, it's just, you know, I, I, I especially as, a, as an adult, like sometimes you just don't feel special. You know what I mean? Like you, you do the same thing every day. Like You get up, you I go to work, you put your pants go, on, you go right? pay too much for coffee. Uh, well, exactly. Like I, I, I do. I, I put pants on and I spend too much on coffee because I need it. And then I go to work and I follow instructions because I'm a scientist and that's what I'm supposed to do. And you know what I mean? Like you do what you're supposed to do every day. And then, you know, you go home and, oh, one thing I do love is that he has a plant named Planty. Yes. And he talks to him. He talks to it. You know, watch TV with your closest, with your, with your loved ones. Yeah. And it's, uh. It's it's a really good story and it's good for um all ages. See, a lot of times people will just assume that, you know, like Lego things are just for kids. Like I really enjoy the Lego video games and people are like, "Oh, aren't those just aimed at kids?" Well, I played Lego Batman 3 and I know a few of our listeners have played this game as well. And when you play Lego Batman 3, you know, you unlock different characters cuz you, you know, you need to solve different puzzles you know, to advance through the game. You know, certain characters can do certain things. Like, you know, Batman can be stealthy and, you know, Superman can use his eye beams and a few characters can fly. Well, when you use Wonder Woman and you fly around, it plays the theme song from the Linda Carter TV show. Like, no kids that are playing Xbox now, you know, under the age, you know, like a 10-year-old kid that this game is rated for has no idea what this is from. Or, you know, when you fly around as Superman, it plays the Superman theme that John Williams wrote for the, the Christopher Reeves movies. Little kids don't understand it. This is aimed for the grown-ups. Like, there's a, a whole... Or, like, when you play as Batman, and then all of a sudden you're Adam West, and you have a bomb that you need to get rid of, and you can't? That doesn't happen in the game. I thought that happened in the game. No, in the, I was going to get to this. That's... One of the things you have to do is you have to rescue... Adam West from a bunch of different situations like that's that's like a bonus mission in each level and in the first level he's trapped on a little island with a shark that's swimming around so you have to unlock a couple of characters so you can find the shark repellent and spray the shark so he goes away and you've saved Adam West that's important in the in the Marvel games it's Stan Lee every time so you have to save you have to save Stan Lee it's called Stan Lee in peril so but for this and little kids aren't gonna be like who the hell is adam west isn't he the guy from family guy isn't he the mayor on family guy why am i rescuing the mayor from family guy 
because that's where they know Adam West from. They that don't know him as Batman. You need to teach your kids better. Right. Teach your kids about the 1960s Batman because that's important because that had... Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Right. You can't throw it at ducks. You can't throw it at, like, guys playing the tuba. You can't throw it on a car. You can't uh, throw it off on the on the boat uh, with the two people that are making out. <laughs> but, uh... But... Yeah, this character is great. I'm sure, like, if you haven't seen the Lego movie, do yourself a favor. Like, see it. It's fun. I think everyone who, uh, I, I, at least everyone that I know of who has seen it has loved it. And, you know, the, the character of Emmett just kind of reminds you, like, what it's like to be a kid. You know? And, like, he's so just innocent and enthusiastic. And based on and, the end of this movie, I think it's setting up... If you watch the the end of this movie where he says, you know, you know, Will Ferrell tells his kid, it's like, you know, you're going to, you know, now that I'm letting you play down here, I'm going to let you have to let your sister play down here. And she is clearly much younger because all the Duplo blocks like we are from planet Duplo and we are here to destroy you. But they have like little kid voices. And the main bad guys in the next in the in the sequel are Duplo characters. With little kid voices, so I'm, I'm guessing that this is like some sort of... We are from Planet Duplo, and we are here to destroy I you. I literally just said that. I was just trying to do the voices. Well, you always sound like that. But they... Uh, it, I'm, I'm thinking this is going to be an interesting one, and I'm excited because Noel Fielding is in it. So, Noel Fielding makes everything better. But I think with that being said... We'll uh, wrap up our, our Emmett conversation and uh, uh, definitely go see the movie and check out uh, the original. So yeah, we'll uh, we'll wrap this up and we'll come back and we'll talk. Uh, we got a new battle. We have some uh, science and some wine to talk about. And uh, so yeah, so stay right there. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is James Thomas, director of Megalodon, and you're listening to Throwdown Thursday. Good evening, future passengers. Are you ready to sit back, relax, and join us on a ride of epic proportions through the mystical land of randomness? Am I a serial killer if I eat Lucky Charms? What would it be like if horror characters ran a gym? Who would run spin class? When a shark jumps out of the water, is it like suffocating for that split second? So join us every week for a brand new derailment with Goobs, Ripkin, and Jenny Bean. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the 
derailers. And don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and also on YouTube. Have a great night or day, folks. Patrick Ray Hall in the motherfucking house. <laughs> Patrick Ray Hall in the motherfucking house. Patrick Ray Hall in the motherfucking house. Patrick Ray Hall in the motherfucking house. And we are back. So I hope you enjoyed that uh, discussion about Emmett Brickowski. And uh, I hope you definitely, uh, if you've seen the movie, let us know what what you thought. Yeah, we plan on seeing it, so. Yeah. So, <clears throat> we have some new stuff this week. So many new things. We do have a new battle. New battle! We do have a new battle. Wolfie, can we have our new battle theme, please? Sorry, Wolfie's got a lot to do. I was trying to get his attention without being uh, overly obnoxious because I can't be obnoxious with my throat. Uh, hurting like this so uh ashes you have the battle so take it away yeah so we've got a new battle and it is awesome it is a totally awesome battle um it's more like a choose your own adventure battle so it's we're like going a, to an rpg you're choosing your party yeah so we're gonna pose the question we're going to give you some uh choices and you are going to choose your choice. So, the question is, which Lego trio would you join forces with to save Legoland? Choice number one, Emmett, Wildstyle, and Batman. <coughs> choice number two, Spaceship Benny, Unikitty, and Vitruvius. Or, choice number three, Gandalf, Green Lantern, and Metalbeard. I think I already know what my choice is. Oh, I know what my choice is. So, uh, yeah, we'll be, uh, we'll put this up. We'll be looking forward to your votes. It'll be on the Facebook page. It'll also be on Twitter. So yep. definitely look for it and cast your vote. And let us know why, too. Yeah, any any specific reason. Now, Legoland encompasses everything, everything, every Lego set that there is. So there's a, a cavalcade of villains that you'll have to battle. So just keep that in mind. Uh, but on that, I do have a science fact for this week, and it's one that I actually just learned today. So You learned the something? I did. From the blackness of space, timeless from the void, Terrified to learn of Patsy's science facts. <laughs> well, this this uh, science fact sort of piggybacks off of what we were talking about last week with comics. So, uh, for those of you who are a fan of Gary Larson's The Far Side, you may have recall you may recall seeing a uh, a, a comic uh, where he has a group of cavemen basically like sitting at a, at a lecture 
And one caveman is up at the front, and he's pointing to a large, uh, pretty much like a slideshow, and he's pointing at the back end of a stegosaurus. And he says, now this, this end is called the Thagomizer, after the late Thag Simmons. Well, the Thagomizer is the name for the spiked tail of a stegosaurid dinosaur. It did not have an official name until the cartoonist Gary Larson did a comic about it, named it, and the scientific community just accepted it and started using it too. Didn't have a name. Now it's called the Thagomizer. The uh, the scientific community really enjoys it when other people do the, their job for them. So, you know, if something doesn't have a name, if you want to give it a name, it uh, definitely helps. Because, well, you know, I mean, typically to come up with a name, there's a lot of um, theory that has to go into it and research. And yeah, so, you know, there's just a lot of unnecessary bulk that happens when, you know, in the process of naming something. So if, if you just if you just do the job for us, we're very appreciative. And a lot of times there's not a lot of creativity. There's actually a Calvin and Hobbes cartoon about this too, where he's like he's like, Man, the big bang, I could have come up with a better name than that. And Hobbes says, Well, what would you have called it? And Calvin says, The horrendous space kablooey. <laughs> <laughs> certainly does have more like zing than uh Big Bang. Uh, have you wine thoughts today? I have. I do have some wine thoughts, okay. yes. Wolfie, if you please. Welcome to the Vineyard of Nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> horrible happened to me last week um i got sick and i got so sick that i had to go on medication and with this medication came restrictions and with those restrictions long story short i couldn't drink i haven't been able to drink i haven't been able to drink in a couple of weeks it's been awful it's been just brutal, just horrible. Just, just what is life? Why am she I here? She has to deal with me sober, right? <laughs> like this is horrible. I mean, she I gets mean, to. like, like the good news is that I'm feeling better, so that means that the antibiotics and stuff are doing their job. So, good job, medicine. Um, but yeah, I, I just, it's just, it's just not that fun. But I do have some wine news, some very exciting wine news. Um, the brand Apothic, which I have mentioned several times on this show, one of my favorites, uh, recently did a poll asking patrons, uh, which wine, which of their seasonal wines would they like to see made permanent? They threw out the, uh, Apothic cold brew, which is a coffee infused red wine that comes out around springtime and they threw out the apothic inferno which is a red wine that is aged in whiskey barrels that typically comes out uh end of summer beginning of fall usually around like september ish and 
by a landslide, Apothic Inferno won. And so Apothic is making Apothic Inferno a year-round permanent staple of in, in their in their wine collection. So that's really exciting. The fact that they listened to, you know, their customers and they're giving the customers what they want. So I'm eager to see if they're going to replace Inferno with another seasonal wine. So right now they have, let's see, they have Apothic White, which is year-round. They also have their typical red blend. They have their dark red blend, which is my favorite. Um, and Inferno, which will now be year-round. Um, they have Apothic Crush, which I don't know if they've made that. It used to be seasonal. It might be a year-round staple as well now because it's been really popular, which is their kind of like a little bit lushier red blend. Um and then they have their their cold brew and their rosé that is seasonal. So rosé usually comes out in the like end of spring, summertime. Um, so I'm really interested to see if they come up with something new to replace the Inferno as far as a seasonal wine goes. So that way, if you haven't had the opportunity, if you have wanted to try it, but you haven't had the opportunity to try it. Now you have the opportunity to try it whenever you want. Yes. And it's good stuff. That's what I voted for as well. Good job. I mean, not that the cold brew isn't good because it's actually really good, mm-hmm. but I just, I, I really enjoy the Inferno. So <clears throat> next week we're going to be having a first time guest on. And we're going to be getting back into our Game of Thrones discussion. We're going to be talking about the Lannister boys, Jamie and Tyrion. And uh, I think my brother Dave is coming back with us. Uh, he said he is, but we'll probably know Tuesday at 8 o'clock whether or not he's going to be here. But <laughs> we have confirmed a first-time guest. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, frequent contributor and good friend of ours and the show, Evil Corny will be joining Yay! us for the first time. That's so exciting. It is. He's, I'm uh, so excited. He's a, a a big Game of Thrones fan. He loves Jamie. He loves Tyrion. Uh, and he's never been on before. So we're taking this opportunity to get him on and talk about some of his favorite characters on one of his favorite shows. So, so we are going to continue our King's Road to the Throne series mm-hmm. with two more episodes covering the Lannister boys. Yep. So, uh, I think that's... I'm excited. I'm excited to talk more Game of Thrones. Yeah. We're going to have to watch some more. We, uh, Agent Nicole just dropped off uh, a couple of uh, seasons for us so we can continue. Because we only have seasons one through three. She's got, like, all of them. We also have some other great episodes coming up. Um, Speaking of Agent Nicole, the Captain Marvel episode is coming up That's going to be the episode after the Evil Corny episode. She's on for that. um, And if you watch the Super Bowl, you caught the most recent trailer. It looks amazing. I'm I'm so excited. So stay tuned for that as well. That's right. Yeah. I was going to wait till we got to that point but yeah it's, we're gonna do two game of thrones and agent nicole comes back to talk uh captain marvel and the day the movie premieres so mm-hmm. that's gonna work out very well so that's gonna be a fun episode but uh i don't know i think i'm all said and uh, do you have anything else you want to add nope 
All right. Uh, so I think with that being said, we will, we will see, see you, you next, next Thursday. Thursday. <laughs>